This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Let's do corn chomps. Childhood snack. Take a bite, it's a corn delight. Let the chomps bring a tear to your eye. The best corn you've ever had, cream or otherwise. Let's do corn chomps, your favorite childhood snack. Now with 20% less fat than Frail Mix. <laughs> How much of that? is directly from a video and how much is new new lore <laughs> the corn chomps was from a video snacks a right. headgum video and i recall that and then the theme song is just a classic 80s 90s theme song and or right. jingle the jingle is all original like you never said corn chomps you know let's do corn chomps <laughs> i did say that but I don't know if I said you did your favorite childhood snack. So like the slogan was "Let's do corn chomps." Yeah, it wasn't even a slogan. I was just like, you know, like corn chomps. You know, like let's do corn chomps. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good, Blumenfeld. I don't care. I don't care who you are. That's good. Uh, this I still had it back then. Uh, this theme song is great. I think that like it really adds something to snacks. Uh, I know you guys just you guys just wrote a a squeakle to that, right? The fourth. Yeah, we wrote. I think it was a quadrilogy at this point. It, we wrote the fourth snacks together on a live stream, uh, and we're gonna shoot it sometime soon. Right, so this feels like this feels like a an evolution, like that you guys could actually produce the jingles. Oh, that's cool. It almost feels like an SNL sketch if the jingles are there. Yeah, remember in, the value in Full House. Jesse and I think Uncle Joey wrote jingles for a living. Yeah, they had a lot of different odd jobs because Joey was also like uh, the the voice of a kids program. He was a puppeteer. They had a radio uh, station. Yeah, Jesse he was, like was a so cool, and he wrote jingles. Then he was yeah. also in Jesse and the Ripper. Yeah, he was Rippers. He was a musician, but also like insanely hot. Nobody, I mean, they mentioned that he was like a woman freak and like a cool dude, but nobody was ever like, you know, Uncle Jesse's a fucking like stone cold stunner. Like he's right. a fucking male model level hot. Why aren't we talking about like that? Like hottest guy we've ever seen. Yeah, and he just lives with his brother-in-law. 
Yeah, well, he loved the kids. He loved DJ and Stephanie and Michelle. We all love the kids. That's why he would live there. He's also a stand-up guy, because, like, yeah, he moved in with his widow brother-in-law. That's fucking yeah. awesome of him. That's how hot he was. Yeah. John Merzelkowski is the guy who made that theme song for us. Nothing to plug, writes John, except the Buffalo Bills, who are going to win the Super Bowl this year if the season actually happens. Nice. I I hope it happens, and I hope they win. I hope they go all the way. Yeah, the Bills have a good chance this season because Tom Brady's finally out of their division. Oh, interessante. And isn't Gronk going to the Bucks? Yeah, Gronk is following him to Tampa Bay. That's kind of baller. But I, I can never root for a Florida team. It won't happen. Why? What's your beef against Florida? I don't know. I just don't find it sexy interesting what about the Le- it's not as sexy as fucking massachusetts you know <laughs> nothing is sexier than concord there's some states concord is in new hampshire but that's really sexy to be part of new england like right. that well new hampshire is a hot state there's some states that are hot and others that are not okay um, so for example lebron james Dwayne wade four four titles or four championship appearances two titles for the miami heat that's not mm-hmm. hot to you that's not sexy Florida's not, Florida doesn't have swag. Okay. It's like, yeah, we have weather, but it's kind of swampy. And California also has nice weather. So California's the sexy. Okay. I see. What about uh, the San Jose Sharks, a Bay Area hockey team? Oh, interesting. Well, the state of California is sexy. So that's a sexy team. That counts. Yeah, it's all state-based. Okay, what about... It's not city-based. Because Miami's like what about the, a sexy city, but it's in Florida, and that's not a sexy state. Okay, what about the Colorado Rockies, the baseball Colorado's, team? Yeah, that's a hot... That is a hot state. Colorado... That's sexy. It doesn't get hotter than that. Yeah. That's cool. Rocky Mountain High, that's awesome. Yeah, Colorado's okay. hot. What about uh, the Chicago Bulls? Illinois is not a hot state. There's nothing it's not. hot about it. No, it's just not. I'm sorry, but it's not a hot state. So, okay. Like, Chicago's a cool city, but Illinois is not a hot state. Okay. And therefore, okay, sorry, yeah. What about the uh, Nashville Predators, the hockey team from Tennessee? Tennessee, not that hot. Mm. Not a hot state. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Hot a State or Not a State, where we sort of dissect various states and Jake tells us whether they're hot or not. Or if they're not a state. For instance, if you asked me something that wasn't a state, I'd be able to tell you that it wasn't a state. You take great pride in uh, state capitals, right? That's right, yes. I, uh, Did I, you? I, how'd you do on my little Instagram story quiz the other day? I think I got them 100% correct. If I, re- if I recall, it was... It's what's the capital of Kentucky? Is it Frankfurt or Lexington? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it is Frankfurt. That's correct. And then the second one was, what is the capital of Pennsylvania? Is it Harrisburg or Philadelphia? Uh, And it is Harrisburg. That's true. And then lastly, it was, uh, what's the capital of Oklahoma? Is it Tulsa or Oklahoma City? And I think that it is Oklahoma City. That's correct. Three for three. Wow. Wow. The ones that always trip me up that I still, like, even right now, I don't think I know what South Dakota or South Carolina is. Yeah. It's hard because you, you by default, it, you just want to say the most famous city in that state. And that's sometimes true, but sometimes right. not. 
but I'm like, what's the famous most famous city in South Carolina? It's Charleston. Yeah, but I think it's Columbia. Is the yeah, Columbia is the, the capital. That's right. And then, well, I mean, what's the most famous city in South Dakota? It's got to be Bismarck, right? Bismarck's the capital of North Dakota. That was a trick answer. So I was going to say Pierre. <laughs> Pierre is right. I knew it's a fucking <laughs> French one. I actually spent a very amazing summer, winter into fall in Pierre when I was summer, 11. winter into fall. Well, how does that work? Because it was summer, then it was winter, then it was fall. Yeah, because like when you're in Pierre, Summer, winter, into it, it really felt like everything. Because I was sort of was using poetic license to like describe how that my s- nine months there felt like it was just a fleeting vision quest of sorts. Some artists study abroad in Paris. Others study abroad in Pierre. Would you rather be a Pierre in Paris or a Paris in Pierre? <laughs> <laughs> there's no right answer i actually no have right a pita tier in pierre <laughs> how much would it be could we maybe now is the time to move to pierre right i was thinking about how location doesn't matter as much when you're locked in at home like yeah y- you get a house in a great neighborhood but it's not that cool of a house or you can get that like take that price into a non-ideal neighborhood but have an amazing house mm-hmm if you're stuck indoors, you might as well have an amazing house. Yeah, this really like puts a it, it, it it's gonna it's gonna t- take the wind out of the sails to the for the real estate agent that says location, location, location. You know, that's right. Because like I guess unless the location is like on the beach or in the woods, which is kind of peaceful. But like being close to my favorite bars and restaurants right now is not helpful. I think they should downgrade it to two locations then. So it's like you know what they say: location, location. It used to be three before mm-hmm. the disease. Location, location, and vocation. That's if you can do it from home. <laughs> That's good. This sounds like a goat show episode. <laughs> That's right. What's a third one? Vacation. Vacation, vocation, and location. We're ranking every state based on if you can live there, work if you there. can work there, wow, and if you can travel. Now, that's kind of interesting. Let's play this game. Okay. What do you think is the goat state based on those criteria i always default to california because there's so much diversity it's like it's like 10 states so you can like live in you know yosemite and vacation in san diego or vice versa or yeah uh, california it's really got it all yeah because it's so big i have a cousin that lives in hawaii and i've been kind of following like her quarantine like on her instagram stories and it that looks pretty solid yeah that like, you know, I guess being anywhere where you can like kind of reliably go outside and sit by a pool feels pretty, feels like it'd be pretty fun. Yeah. The pool pictures are a little uh, envy inducing because it's like, oh, you're just chilling out by a pool and then occasionally you'll go inside. It feels like you're in Palm Springs for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Um, I think the other goat state could be washington oh because it's uh you got the big city like seattle but then you can also go a little further inland it's got lush greenery there's like for some natural yeah beauty. it's it's not necessarily as like there i guess there's it's at a risk for earthquakes and stuff but it's not quite as perilous as like california with like the the wildfires the increasing temperatures that type of thing yeah i mean you don't like change where you live based on like what the next 50 years will look like like we'll emerge from this like 
in a few decades and then you're gonna feel silly you're like now i live in fucking tacoma (laughs) and it was good for like 35 years but now like it's time to retire you're 70 and you're like why did i just do that i could have just stayed try to be careful because you're you're gonna depress me by accident so (laughs) what's that i'd hate for you to make me sad man so let's not talk (laughs) about how long the disease is gonna be around (laughs) i know it's just pontificating like yeah it's going to affect us for the next two or three years and then like the economic implications will last for a few decades I feel like and then we'll finally emerge from the shadows indeed in 50 this conversation years. you're at risk of making me despondent <laughs> and i don't think i'll be very entertaining to you <laughs> if i'm feeling melancholy so let's not talk about the length of time the virus <laughs> will be among <laughs> us and affecting us. That's cool. Do you want me to sink into despair? I don't think what? you do. <laughs> You're threatening me with your <laughs> sadness. <laughs> As if everyone else isn't also sad. If you keep talking, I'll cry. <laughs> How'd you like that on your conscience? <laughs> Nary a dry eye. Uh, all right, this is actually an advice podcast, if you if you can believe it. It's actually the only advice podcast hosted by us. I'm Amir. I am Jacob. We're in our homes answering questions. People still writing us uh, emails. You know, just because you're stuck at home doesn't mean you don't have problems, dilemmas, mm-hmm. sticky situations that you need help to get out of. They still abound. They do. So we have one about sliding into an ex-girlfriend's DMs during this COVID madness. Okay. Okay. Do you have a guy's name? Um, sure. I'm gonna try to think of. You know, I don't even. Oh, let's call him um Marty because that's one of our only single friends that we we have. Marty writes. With all the COVID madness going on right now, I've decided social rules no longer exist, with the exception of the public health ones, of course. Anyway, I dated this girl when I was in high school. She was my first love, and even though I'm 22 now and out of college, she remains the only girl I've ever truly loved. I am a hollow boy. We met at a strange time in our lives, and because of that, I feel like if I contacted her, it might not go too poorly, because we were deeply connected beyond the normal first love shit. The problem is, she's only gotten hotter. She Mm. was always hot, and I was always not. But looking at her Instagram now, yes... I've uh, gandered upon the old gram from here and there. She's an absolute smoke. Like literally a complete dime piece hottie. Most nights when I get wine drunk and listen to sad music, which is every night, I consider hitting her up. (laughs) And I know this is a horrible idea, but again, there are no rules anymore. Or are there? Let me know what I should do. Please help my sad punk ass. Love, Marty. Okay. Okay. I went through a little bit of a roller coaster on this, to be honest. Like, how did it start? I think that contacting your exes seems fine. It seems kind of fun to do, to check in with people, to like look up on old flames, see if there's anything there. I like that. I like that energy. It's got a little bit of chaos, but a little bit of heart to it, you know? Um, But then he said the thing about how he never got over her. And I feel like it's a bad time to check in with someone that you are still in love with. Because that could go bad. Okay. Did the roller coaster then make a third destination? I guess it was sort of a drop. Oh, well, then I just, then it like meandered a little bit. And I was like, 
if you're gonna do it, don't do it when you're wine drunk and listening to sad music. Like, oh, interesting. If you're gonna do it, do it during the day or do it during the evening when you are not drunk and listening to music. Like, take one evening off and be like, if I don't get drunk tonight, that's when I'll text my ex because then maybe she'll be drinking. But I don't think that you want to be tipsy confessing your love to someone just on the off chance that they're sober and not gonna uh, be into it yeah it's hard because you have the liquid courage for only so long before it dries up and then you resume your normal life so you want to bottle the liquid courage and then use it later the issue with the liquid courage is that in the morning it turns into a dry shame (laughs) a desert of regret i don't think i've ever done a thirsty thing while i was drunk on my phone and then woken up and been like, oh, awesome that I sent that message. Yeah. Solid that I liked that photo, that I requested to follow this thirst trap. That's good. (laughs) It's always bad. So like, if you want to do that, just like make a little mental note. And actually, here's a fun little test. So next time you want to, you're wine drunk and you want to write to your ex, or this is for anybody. If you want to do anything, uh, any kind of weird thirsty thing when you're drunk instead is this the masturbate idea no, no no this instead just write a note on your phone and and write like uh jake commented on so-and-so's instagram photo and then like write what you wanted to say or like write the dm that you wanted to send or write the just write down the thing that you wanted to do when you were drunk and wake up the next day and look at it and be like if i had done that because we've both been in relationships for a while, but you must remember that feeling of like waking up hungover and like looking at a text that you sent at 3 a.m. and just being like, yeah, I wish I didn't send this. Right. Or if I did, I wish I sent it at like 8 p.m. So what if you could wake up hungover and not look at the text you sent, but instead just look at a notes app that is just a list of the things that you avoided doing? You're you're selling me an idea on Twinovation for like a dummy phone that you use when you're drunk. (laughs) So instead of a real phone, it's a dummy phone and it it shows a record of everything you wanted to do. That's a really good idea, I think. Uh, Yeah, a dummy drunk phone that like lets you play all the games that you want to, but like without any of the consequences. And then in the morning, you can like watch a video of all the things that you did. And if any of them are like, no, I think I would do that even sober, then you can... Then you get to do it that night. Yeah. The next. I think that's what Animal Crossing is. Like, it lets you do all this stuff without actually doing it. So it's like, I want to farm for turnips, but like, I don't actually want to do it. So it lets you do it within this fake game. Interesting. Yeah. I I was, I've been, I've been intrigued by Animal Crossing. I wanted to buy a Switch, but now they're like $500 on Amazon. Yeah. You got to pull the trigger before it's too late. Soon that'll be $600, $700. Yeah, I was in a Walmart the other day, and uh, I tried to buy one, but they were out. So it's weird because like three hundred dollars is also a lot of money for a game that I don't know if like I just don't know if I would play it. That's really the the bigger barrier. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to spend three hundred dollars to five hundred and then be like, and I don't like this. Uh, But the risk it might be worth the reward because you're also not spending any money on anything else that makes you happy. Um, I guess that's true. Like there are yeah. no more three hundred dollar purchases. There's just. Food. I guess I'm not like going to. Yeah, I'm not going to bars and restaurants. I'm definitely spending a lot less money. Oh, and flying. I don't fly anymore. That, <laughs> that's crazy. 
This is the longest I've gone. You're done with that. The longest I've gone without being on a plane in, uh, I have no idea, 10 years. Um, getting back to the dummy phone idea, I think another hurdle is that uh, you have to be so drunk that you think it's working, but not drunk enough that you use your real phone. So like somebody has to give you the dummy phone when you're just completely fucked up. Mm-hmm ideally it would be a phone that was like connected to your blood alcohol level so your phone could shift over to the dummy phone without actually having to like change hands oh that's cool it'd be more of a software thing yeah so it's like a breathalyzer slash iphone that changes forms when you blow a blood alcohol content of more than like 0.07 or whatever the legal drinking driving limit is i do i feel like there have been apps or something like when for when you're drunk like you have to like solve a puzzle to open your phone or to like open a certain app or something like that yeah it's interesting i think i i guess i come down on this guy for uh as just don't don't message your ex with the with like a i still love you thing you can message them just to say hey and see where it goes but yeah pure heart rule no expectations and do it when you're yeah. not as inebriated when you're relatively sober and check in just to check in and to genuinely see how they are not to get back together. All right. That's good advice. Uh, Let's take a break. Thanks some sponsors. And we'll be right back with more questions after this break. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. (laughs) um no they do have a lot more than that it's uh it's a it's they have 24 7 award-winning customer support they have very simple drag and drop technology you can code you can design Mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works you can sell you can launch and sell product from squarespace that's right you can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's that's a non-movement that's movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm-hmm. is to go to squarespace.com segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. 
Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we are back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, so let's do the fight. Mom, I'm coming. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I do, just a quick hit, but I've been following this Instagram that brings me a lot of joy. Oh. Uh, maybe me especially, because it, it applies so directly to us, but uh, it is called Hardly Working Out of Context. Oh. Uh, and actually, Sarah Schneider sent it to me, and it's it's great. It's just like very short clips from old Hardly Workings. Uh, the, you, like the username is Hardly Working and it looks like underscore underscore maybe i'm sure you can find it uh, yeah but it is uh just like quick seven to ten second clips of like all these random hardly working do you remember any of them when you see them there's a couple of them where i'll, I'll watch them like huh i don't remember this one and then i like walk into frame i'm like oh wow <laughs> i was there <laughs> and i was hot <laughs> i was definitely not hot come on man don't talk like that well, actually, one of these I look pretty sexy in. What's a what's an example of one you saw recently? Um, actually, this one just came up today. Here, I'll play it. Everybody's playing flip glass. Let's take a look. Everybody's playing what? Flip glass. Let's take a look. <laughs> oh, that was one of the first ones. Yeah, it's just like a 10-second video. Uh, Sam and Dan, I think, are chugging water from glasses. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they flip it. <laughs> <laughs> and the glass shatters on the floor and that's it but i think that's in the right. actual video then somebody else says let's play faberge egg pong <laughs> uh, still got yeah. it uh so they're and they're like old old hardly workings on there too, as well as new ones but there's like stuff from the all-nighter then there's also some of the stuff that was just like me you sarah streeter uh pat jeff dan like fucking around on our 
like canon power shots like the very first summer of hardly workings that's nice did you uh yeah. any branded content on there um let me see i think there was actually a branded thing on here oh no not a branded thing but there's a live show <laughs> here's another good one or it doesn't really matter to me i mean as long as we we're best friends and we get along that's all that matters as long as you got that flat ass head i remember that one Hardly working, perfect woman. Yeah, <laughs> where where my character is talking about how the perfect lady is short is she has huge tits and she's short like three feet tall with a flat head, so you can rest a beer on it. Yeah, I wonder if that one aged well. It definitely didn't, but I think at the end I have a picture with. Oh, I guess it it it's this is this doesn't make it better. At the end, I like have a picture with my girlfriend, and she's like three feet tall with a flat head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't tell if that makes it better or worse. Yeah, I think worse now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, uh, but look, th- these were different times. <laughs> yeah, this was 2019. You can't judge me. Yeah, this is this is post Trump, but pre Biden, <laughs> pre Corona, different world. Uh, yeah, so that's my advice. Give that throw that guy a follow. I think he only has two hundred followers, so uh, I want I want to see him encouraged because the the videos are bringing me a lot of joy. All right, perfect. Uh, all right, we got a new question about uh, a baby name. Oh, I love baby names. Uh, this is a twenty five year old guy from Australia. Let's call him Baz. Okay, Baz. Shout out to Baz. We have a friend in Australia. Um, Basil. So, one of my best friends and her husband just had a baby girl that is equal parts adorable and beautiful. I could not be more happy for them. And they've even said that they want me to be the godfather. I will be joining the likes of Marlon Brando and Jake Hurwitz. So, it's fair to say I'm over the moon. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem. I think of my godchildren as my own children. Love each and every (laughs) one of them. All right, go ahead. The problem. Yeah, here's the problem, he writes. The baby was born yesterday, and I knew the baby's first and last names, but what I didn't know is that the baby's middle name, and upon hearing the full name, made the awkward discovery that the baby's first and second name is the exact name of a very famous porn star. Mm -hmm. I'm talking top 20 on Pornhub famous. Okay. Now, I'm I'm in a weird dilemma. Do I mention that to the parents do i not will they think i'm a sicko for even putting the connection together i guess it's her first and middle name so it may not be an issue but i'm just worried for the future when this innocent child googles her name and as many children do and realize that there is a milf by the very same name taking monster schlong on the reg i have nothing against porn stars and i think it's a perfectly fine profession i'm just thinking uh, about kids making fun of her later in life and i want her to avoid a potentially awkward encounter thanks Mm -hmm. love a day one on the patreon thank you baz okay yeah you know i mean as a as a fellow godfather I know how it feels. You want to protect your your little ones from a life of ridicule. Uh, I know I'd die for any of my godchildren. So I feel where this guy's coming from. Um, can you name any of your godchildren? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I can name them all. All right. Uh, There's Jenna Jamison Jones, uh, the little <laughs> sweet, sweet one who's one and a half now. This is... All right. So first of all, do you think there's any world where this kid's name is not Lisa Ann? Uh, I don't know enough about porn star names. Do you think it's, uh, is Lisa Ann a famous MILF on Pornhub? Jesus Christ, man. She's like one of the most famous MILFs. 
like and you're saying that could be like a, a classic I do not know mistake. Lisa Lisa Ann. You do really only know Jenna Jameson. Um, you're an uncultured swine. <laughs> you're drinking brandy. <laughs> can you name another porn star? E- I'm sure. Let me. Dirk Diggler. <laughs> no, I want to hear you name name a current porn star, not like one that retired from when we were jerking off when we were like 15. The the one that we shot with. Do you know her name? Yeah. You do? <laughs> of course. You don't know her name. Yes, I do. We met her. We had a full conversation with her. I shot a comedy sketch with her, basically. That's right. You rubbed the lotion on her back. You should remember her name. Exactly. And what is it? Veronica Vaughn. It's Mia Malkova. Mia Malkova. I knew it was a fucking alliteration. Do you really not know a porn star? Or are you just afraid to say it on the podcast? Um, I don't. I really don't know porn star names. That's crazy. I'm sorry. Okay. Some of the most famous MILFs are Lisa Ann, Brandy Love, um, Nicole Aniston. I really doubt that it's Nicole Aniston. Here's, the, here's one thought. And and actually, this is going to be my advice as well. Okay. Oh. You, okay. I would don't bring it to the to the parents, obviously, but you just bring it to your to your bro. You say like because I think that the dad, this guy, and you sort of fucked my theory a little bit, but I think he probably knows. I think that like a lot of guys know the most famous porn star names, so I think maybe he knows and he's okay with it. Uh, or maybe you can tell him and it'll be like, oh damn, we should change the, we should change the middle name. How hard could that be? Yeah. I'd change the middle name. Yeah. Nobody even knows the middle name. It's only a day. Yeah. There's still time. And also you don't have to say, oh, I thought of it cause I knew of a porn star name. You can be like, I Googled her name to fucking reserve a URL or something. And yeah. all these other videos came That's, up. Oh yeah. I, and, or like I Googled her name to try to see the birth announcement. I wanted to print it out for my records in case I ever need to take ownership of the child, um, whatever. Yeah. And then he's actually more offended that you tried to look up the name for a birth announcement printout than he ever was about the porn star thing. Don't fucking Google my kid, okay? Why don't you cool? You don't Google my daughter's name. That's my child. At most, you can bing it later, but don't Google it before the birth announcement. I, it is funny. I know two people that I grew up with that have the same name first and last as porn stars really first and last first and last as their the porn star's real name or their porn name as their porn name as like a famous uh a famous porn name like the equivalent of me uh knowing somebody named uh riley reed do you know who riley reed is uh i know the name now that you say it okay she's a famous one she's a famous porn star but I want to know more about like porn star names. Like, do you choose it? Does somebody give it to you? Is it like a a porn star naming? You have to do like 10 porns and then they give it to you. Is it like a internet database where you just sort of pick two words out of a hat and they have to both start with the same letter? Um, I, I do believe you pick your own name or maybe if you sign like with one of the agencies, they help you come up with it or give one to you. Um, and then you, it's like a pen name. I imagine you start going by that. That's where your credits get listed. Yeah. But maybe there's like somebody out there, like maybe that's a job I can have in New World where I'm coming up with names because 
I know a lot of like cool sounding things, like just looking outside, like Tree Chamberlain would be a nice name for yeah uh, a porn star to That's have. That's true. And actually, in Fired, uh, the boss's name, Alan Avery. Yeah, that'd be a cool uh, male porn star. Yeah, name. so we're really good at thinking of male porn star names. Oh, Chris Christie, that would be a good one. Who? Chris Christie. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, like he's a governor, but that's fine. For a guy or for a girl, you think? Either one. Oh, Christy Chris would be cool. Does any porn star use their actual name because it like is, sounds just as good? Ooh, I don't think so because I feel like they're probably afraid of like creepy fans uh, finding out where they live somehow. Yeah. But it does seem also like that we're in the age where like some of that information is probably findable. What about Amir Shmuel? Like... If I wanted to, like, become a little camboy, but I want to remain a little bit anonymous. Um, I think, well, it's not great just because the name, the name is ugly. But then Like, how does that like, work, though, if I wanted to, like, jack it on a cam for a man? Like, I could I get say, cash for that, or? I don't think, well, I don't think you could, because, like, yeah. well, I don't think you could remain anonymous. I just want to like, like sort of get on chat roulette and spank my little micro bean, basically. Okay. Like, and so then if, if people want to Venmo I, me, so you have a? Do you have a micro penis? Oh, you no. described it no, as I'm the size like, of a bean. <laughs> you said you wanted to. No, spank I'm just saying, like, if I wanted, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about what you my said, name like, would chat be if I did roulette. that. Like, that's not yeah. even a way to monetize it. That's just sort of like Connor. Yeah, that could be like Connor O'Connor or something. How big is your dick? It's a, yeah, it's like a stamp. It's like a little posted stamp. So it's, it's thin. Like, that's really thin. That's like it's fucking like, two-dimensional. I, I got that forever dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? That like 38 cent cock. <laughs> you right, know what I mean? Because it's, it's the size of a, of a stamp? Yes, it's the size and it's the stickiness of a stamp. So I think you actually it's, could make a lot of money because it sounds like you have a, a unique deformity. <laughs> yeah, I have a Which little <laughs> people. I have a little flag down there. I could see people paying for that. Yeah, to see it's it. It's like right? a freak show. Yeah, admit one. Yeah, kind of like a freak situation. Like, why does he have a little thin, like a little American flag? Admit one. Like your dick probably. Excuse me for saying so, but it probably looks like a ticket, right? Does it look like a tiny little ticket? Yeah, it looks like. Oh, well, it's a stub. A stub. A stub hub. It's a ticket stub. Yeah. So instead of Pornhub, you go to StubHub. Yeah, actually, my stub nub wouldn't be that bad. Like stub nub. Yeah, that's cool. So that way, you like you pay five dollars for a ticket to see my little stub mm-hmm. nub. Yeah, and then when people see it, instead of saying hubba hubba, they say stubba stubba. <laughs> That's good. Um, and then my okay. fucking poor name is Scott Silver. Scott Shmuel is pretty cool. Really? Yeah, because Scott's a cool name. <laughs> yeah, and Shmuel's kind of fun, too. No, not really, but yeah. Cool. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Do you know any Scots? I don't even know a Scott in real life. Um, my cousin's name is Scott. That's cool. The one that married me and Jill. I forgot you got married to your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> cool it, fucking stamp dick. Why'd you call me that? <laughs> you, you described your dick as a stamp. You Did I? A little bean. You said all you right, to browned out. It on on a cam site. Uh, all right, one last question. Sure. Twenty-one-year-old dude from Canada. Okay, I'll call him. Shea Gilgis Alexander, a Canadian basketball player who I think is 21, writes, Nice. My girlfriend and I broke up in January. It was amicable, and we still talk about it once in a while. But my problem comes from a time when we were dating when we painted portraits of each other. Neither of us are artists, but it was just a fun date. 
I sort of nailed it, honestly, and was surprised that my painting even resembled a person, let alone her face. Hers was good, too. We put them up in my bedroom, and I've had them in my closet since the breakup. So my question is, do I keep them? Do I offer her one or both? Do I throw them out? The issue is I really like both paintings, but one of, is of my ex and the other one is drawn by her. I'm kind of proud of what I made, so I don't want to just <laughs> toss it away. And I like having a cool painting of myself, but when people ask me about them, I have to explain from my past relationships. So what would you do? Thanks, boys. That's a tough, that's quandary. Because art should bring you joy. And it sounds like it's still making him happy to see it. Mm-hmm. I think what I would do is not ask the ex if she wants any. Because, wait, did he say they still have feelings for each other? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I think that it's still weird. I don't think that it's, oh, with amical breakup. That's what he said. Yeah. I don't think that she needs, you guys don't need to hang on to these things. She definitely doesn't need one. This is your problem and yours alone. They're hanging up in your house. And if you like the one that you did, you can hang on to it and just say that it's your friend if anyone asks. If it was an amical breakup, she is your friend. Unless you were lying to us. Were you lying to us? Or were you lying to yourself, Shay? Yeah, do you just like the paintings because you miss her? Is that possible? Did you see the paintings? I forwarded you the email and they have <laughs> His painting's like just fine. Hey, don't fuck it. That's rude, man. That's just fucking What? Art. I mean, he says that he's not that big of an artist. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's a fine painting. I wouldn't... But he says that he's proud. Toss, toss the picture. Okay, let me look at the... Uh, yeah, no, that's... It, it's cute. It's... His, I think the one that she did of him is def, definitely a little more, like, esoteric. Yeah. It's not like... There's no face. I feel like you could hang on to that one. Yeah. Um, The one... <laughs> Can you imagine, like, breaking up with your ex, and then he mails you a portrait that he drew of you? It doesn't even matter if it happened while you guys were going out. It's just weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I guess, I think you can keep them up if they're making you happy, and you can just lie. If the hard part is explaining to people when they ask, then just lie, because it's not that big of a deal. And But if if it makes you feel weird to see them then I feel like you should explore your uh, your newfound passion for art. It's cool that you're proud of yourself for what you painted. So you should just paint more photos or more pictures and see if you like those as much and you could replace them. Yeah. I say you draw something else. So like you treat this as a rough draft, draw something else, then eventually toss it. You don't need to keep old artifacts from an old relationship. And if you want to draw something that's still life, why don't I get on a Zoom cam and whip this out? You see this? Whoa. This is my fucking dick right here. Paint this. Well, I can't see it. You can't see Co it? Hold it a little closer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you just have to turn it to the side. That's the problem. It's, All right, because it's, it's very thin. Right? thin. Yeah. yeah, hold on. But it's Can flat my in the little... front. Oh, my God. You, it says U.S. flag, <laughs> United States Postal Service. That is insane. <laughs> That's right. First class. <gasps> because i'm a first class citizen with a second this is class. first class yeah last ass <laughs> first to flag last to ag <laughs> why don't you suck my stamp this podcast title i'm serious i really think this guy should toss the art and All suck right, my let's, stamp let's title this episode suck my stamp 
<laughs> What's the word for stamp collecting? That's like a very obscure, long, esoteric word. Do you, oh, do you remember what it is? No, I do not. I don't even think I'll recognize it when you do tell it to me. Let's see. Stamp collecting word. It's like, oh, yeah, I am a... Uh, What's the term for hobby name? Uh, stamp collecting hobby name. I'm giving you your Google terms. Stamp collecting hobby name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking out. Oh, a philatelist. <laughs> oh, wow. I can't fucking wait to become a philatelist. A philatelist. And you could suck my philatelist. <laughs> nice. My phallus philatelist. My flat, uh, fa- my flat phallus makes me a philatelist. Alice. Why don't you philate me, Alice? It's good. All right, thanks. Uh, all right, that's our time. Thanks for writing. Thanks for emailing us. Uh, both the theme songs and the questions can all come down to if I were you show at gmail.com. The opening theme song, as I'm sure you remember, was the Let's Do Corn Chomps song. Mm-hmm. This closing one is a Bob Dylan cover. My flaccid phallus <laughs> makes me a flatalist. Atlas. What do you think? Uh, it's not your best work, but these are trying times. Flaccid phallus? Flatalist? Uh, okay, fine. Whatever. I don't care. Um, this, yeah, this Bob Dylan cover is uh, from Deegan Steele in Ottawa. That's a good porn name, too. Deegan Steele. Yeah, he wants us to give a shout out to his girls, Kyle and Kenton, all the way from North Bay. So thanks, Kay and Kay and Deegan and you guys for listening. Uh, more videos of us, Jake and Amir watches, If I Were Use, uh, Lonely and Horny, all that stuff at uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. That's right. A lot of stuff there. Damn. Uh, so enjoy, stay home, stay safe, and we will talk to you guys soon. Indeed. Peace. If I Were You. Lost and screwed Corona's got us sad and blue Let's catch up with the news And listen to If I were you That was a HeadGum Podcast Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder, Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Okay, I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye. <laughs>